Hey, everybody. It's Friday. Oh, yeah. And it's time for Ask the Preacher, a program that comes on every Friday afternoon where you can get your Bible questions answered. Brought to you by Believer's Fellowship Church, located in North Lakeland. Ask the Preacher, and your host is John Freed. Hey, welcome everybody to Ask the Preacher. Uh, this is a post-recorded show. It is recorded next week, and uh, so if you're listening, you're listening a week early. Congratulations. You got an exclusive. It's, it's an April Fool's joke is all it really is. Okay. It happy is April, April Fool's. Fool's. Uh, oh, happy uh, Atheist Day. Because mm, a fool says in his heart... That there, there is, is no, no God. God. Psalm 14, 1, I believe it is. You are full of dad jokes today. <laughs> I, I can see what's happening. Oh, man. Yeah, it's uh, commonly known as April Fool's today. Of course, the Scripture says don't, don't call anybody a, a, a fool. Uh, and if you find out in full context of all of if full fool context, full context of all of that kind of stuff, you actually find out don't uh, inappropriately call somebody a fool. The Bible calls various people a fool if if it's yeah. strong language so you better be accurate when you pin the title one of my favorite verses is uh even a fool when keeping his mouth quiet is thought to be wise so i, I try to make that my my life verse and not speak too foolishly so people think i'm wise <laughs> doesn't always work though uh, yeah so uh welcome to the ask the preacher program and uh, i do emphasize the k because otherwise right. i might be known as oh yes the preacher i understand yeah um, I saw Eric with his finger go to the button. He was ready to buzz me, but uh, I got you. <laughs> April Fool's there, Eric. Hey, um, George, give us the phone number for people who might want to call into the studio I was just going to say, if you want to call in, you can go to askthepreacher.com. You can submit a question there. You can also find the phone number. So if we go too fast, just go to askthepreacher.com. You can see the phone number right on top. It's 863-682-1430. 863-682-1430. All right, several things that uh, I'd like to talk about today, George. And, and again, uh, if, you're, if you're listening live, um, you, you feel free to call in and join the conversation live with a question, comment, or, or whatever. But uh, there's several things going on right now in our, in our world, in our local uh, Lakeland area, as well as Central Florida. Disney, mm-hmm. and even broader Florida with uh, Governor Ron DeSantis and what has been dubbed inappropriately, I might add, what has been inappropriately dubbed the Don't Say Gay bill. Uh, it's never mentioned yeah. one time in the bill, nothing even close to that to say you're not allowed to say the word gay. A lot, a lot of misinformation. Uh, so I want to talk about that particular issue. I want to talk uh, some about Disney itself. Um, the stance, the response, and the stance that they have decided to take concerning that type of legislation, um, the timing in which they they took it, and what does that mean for us? Uh, what, how do Christians respond to this types of these types of things? Um, I'd, I'd like to talk uh, some about hypocrisy, which we can touch that in the area of Disney, but then I also want to talk talk about that and touching the area of the church. Uh, so it's a heavy, heavy show here today, uh, potentially. But folks, I, I want to let you know about something that is happening next Thursday. Um, this has been somewhat of a of a private event, somewhat of a closed event, and I've just been re- recently given permission 
uh, to make it a little more broad. Next Thursday, the superintendent of Polk County Schools, Superintendent Frederick Hyde, he will be at Believers Fellowship Church uh, to share a little bit about himself, and then uh, we'll get some opportunity to talk to him about some of this, um, the book issue and a variety of other issues of taking place in Polk County Public Schools. Um, I want to make it known that we are not there uh, to to destroy him or, or to uh, run him out of town on, on rails. This will be a, a friendly meeting, a friendly discussion, uh, but it is for the purpose of bringing some things out with clarity that may be confused and um, uh, you, if you listen to this program, you know wholeheartedly where we stand on certain issues, especially this book issue. Um, we have uh, detailed some things, but I'm telling you, we still just barely scratched the surface. If you read the materials that is in these books, you would be horrified, and then to know that they're in our public school system. So that's one of the primary reasons why, why this is taking place. It is a Thursday night. It's not a typical service structure. It is a somewhat of a private group that is uh, called this meeting, and we are hosting, and I, myself, yours truly, John Freed, will be emceeing the evening to keep things under control and keep things moving um, so I want to invite you to come. That's Thursday, next Thursday, April the 7th, Thursday, April the 7th at Believers Fellowship Church at 5.30. The meeting will begin. So come a little bit early to make sure you get a good seat. Maybe write your questions down that, that will be presented. Um, so again, uh, before we take a break, they come so fast, we haven't even gotten in, into our content today. But Thursday, April the 7th at Believers Fellowship Church, uh, the superintendent of Polk County Public Schools, Frederick Hyde, will be there to 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 speak whatever he wants to speak, and as well as field some questions from the audience. You're listening to Ask the Preacher. We got a uh, a big show today. A lot of things to talk about, how they pertain to you and to me and the Bible. Stay tuned. We'll be back. But now let's get back to more of Ask the Preacher. Brought to you by Believers Fellowship Church. Here's John. Hey, welcome back to the program, everybody. Um, April Fool's Day. I, I want to read a, a, a scripture here. <laughs> I did not intend to, to make all these April Fool's cracks, but uh, I, 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 this is a, we'll segue over into some of our, our uh, discussion points today. In Romans chapter 1, very uh, powerful chapter uh scary if you will if you if you think in terms of uh of behaviors and, and judgments and uh where god kind of lets things stand um i'm gonna start in verse 18 uh, romans chapter 1 verse 18 it says for the wrath of god is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who hold the truth in unrighteousness in other words they consider the truth to be unrighteous, or they, they live unrighteous ways even knowing the truth. Verse 19, because that which may be known of God is manifest in them, for God has showed it unto them, has shown it unto them. For the invisible things of him from the creation of the world are clearly seen, being understood by the things that are made, even his eternal power and Godhead. In other words, you can see God in everything that's made. You can see truth in everything that's made. All of creation reveals God. Um, and so it goes on and says, so they are without excuse. Who is they? The people that hold truth and unrighteousness. Right. Okay, that's the end of verse 20. Verse 21, because that when they knew God, now this is the part that this, where it gets starting to get serious, because when they knew God, they didn't glorify him as God, and they were not thankful, but rather they became vain in their imaginations, 
and their foolish heart was darkened. Professing themselves to be wise, they became as fools. That's why this verse comes up uh, with me today. Um, professing themselves to, to be wise, they became as fools. There's a, there's a funny statement that my dad used to say several years back, um, and he would say, there's two things you need to know. There is a God, number one. And number two, you ain't him. <laughs> there is a God, yeah, and, yeah, and you good. ain't him. And, and it's, it seems to me, George, that um, so much uh, – this is not new, but we're seeing it all over again. Same, same game, different set of cards, if I could say it that way, um, that the, the enemy, Satan, the, the devil, is deceiving mankind all over again into saying – into, into believing, hey, I got a better idea than God. My way is better than God. Uh, our way is better than God. And so we end up having, so to speak, to, to shove truth out the back door, shove the Bible out the back door, shove Christians out the back door, shove anybody who has any type of, of contrary statement against what I want and how I want to behave. If I, if I can just make them go away, then I can feel better about my situation. And the, the reality is it, it doesn't end up uh, working in the end. It brings about destruction. Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, you, you said it. It is not a new thing. You know, I'm for all of you listening, if you haven't figured it out by the sound of my voice, I'm a bit of a nerd. I love the sound of your I, voice. I, I, I sound nerdy. <laughs> anyway, I love looking into the deep theological, you know, ask why on everything uh, kind of view. And and so, you know, when I study scripture and I, I look at our current situation, especially with what's happening with this Disney and this push. So, you know, we're t- we started talking about Disney mm-hmm. and this bill that they have said uh, it is their corporate goal to undo this law. That, yeah, they, that, they've literally stated that. C- this correct. is our corporate goal. Matter C- of fact, it was on the news right before we came on the program. Correct. So they are actively working to prevent a law, to undo a law that says you cannot have secret conversations with children. As young as five years old, you cannot have secret conversations with them. And instruction is what the bill actually says on things of, of sexual uh, orientation and, and, and uh, uh, sexual instruction. So it's essentially a grooming, uh, anti-grooming bill. It, it is yeah. preventing people from grooming children. And uh, Disney has said that they want to undo this so essentially disney wants to groom your children and that is nothing new because along with that you can you can take this however you want when you become depraved as romans continues to to go on to explain and and really lays out i mean you read the first couple of chapters of romans it describes our society in the united states fairly well it leads people to a reprobate mind yeah. and it leads them to follow the same old gods of, of Baphomet, this half male, half female false deity. And we're, we, we see that, you know, it starts uh, something subtle, like, you know, uh, you know, you just love the same gender and it, and turns into now I want to mutilate my body because it's, you know, my, my current mental state, which might change later on. But right now I want to mutilate my body. And it's just it's it's this sick, false deity that is I, I don't know if it's so much 
that the devil, you mentioned a moment ago, you know, the enemy, the devil has re-tricked humanity. And I'm not really sure it's that. I think it's we've failed to stick by truth. And because we've failed to stick by truth, and you can draw this parallel in, in Genesis. You know, in Genesis, it starts out in paradise and perfection. Adam fails to protect his wife. Mm-hmm. He then uh, becomes sin with her, and you follow the the degradation of humanity all the way up to Sodom and Gomorrah, where they are authoritarian in their attempt to uh, violently sexually assault. Uh, even two angels. Even male, two angels. angels. And that's the same you know, something that I degradation really... that we're seeing in the United States. It started with just this tolerance and just it's okay. And now it's going all the way to where if you um, call somebody who is biologically a male, they have an X and a Y chromosome, they are a dude. And if you say that, you're now you know banned and censored and... And that's uh, strength forbidden. It's strongly forbidden. And yeah. uh, so it's, it's, we're seeing this authoritarian rise. So it's not, and it's not because the enemy has done anything different. It's because we, who are supposed to be the guardians, like Adam, we have failed. And we failed because we've uh, strayed from the truth. We, we've yeah, uh, Paul, been complacent wrote, in just letting the truth kind of. We've let Jesus be the Lord of our personal lives, but not the Lord of all of our life. Paul wrote m- many times over, uh, he says, they have erred from the truth. Um, and then in Romans, it, it begins that, that they held the truth in unrighteousness. Uh, the, the, the underline being that you had truth, but you didn't walk in truth. Um, in Corinthians, and uh, Colossians, and Philippians speaks of things that are similar to that. The, the idea of uh, being in the light, walk as children of the light. Just because you, you have, just because you know truth, doesn't mean you adhere to it. Um, just because you adhere to truth, doesn't mean you advocate for truth. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's touch on the the idea of hypocrisy uh, with Disney, hypocrisy in the church. Um, what do I mean by that? Uh, I, I find it interesting that that Disney themselves. Although they may not have liked what the legislature, Florida legislature, was putting up there, um, they didn't stand strong against it until they had a bunch of people say, hey, now that this bill is passed, you know, what are you going to do? And so um, I, I guess it depends on what you mean by a bunch. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so well, a few activists. <laughs> so a, a handful of people or, or hundreds, but hundreds it, uh, against millions of people who would say, hey, parents – deserve mm-hmm. uh, or not deserve the right parents have the right correct parents have the right to train up their children uh, the scripture says train up your children in the way they should go and when they're old they're not they will not depart from it now in context there's some specificity there, there. it is <laughs> um, yeah in context there's some specificity and generally generally speaking it is to say the parents it is the parents job to train children, to raise up children. Uh, They are the ones, parents, if you're listening, parents, you are the one who will be held responsible before God. God will judge you, if you will. It is God who who will look and say, did you do right in your role, in your responsibility as a parent? It is not the teacher's job 
to teach our children. I, I know that sounds funny because why do we call them teachers? It's actually the parents' job to teach their, their children or to raise the children. We have teachers that help in the process sure. uh, is the, the general design of how that's supposed to be. Um, the sad part is parents over and over again has have given that away more and more um, to other entities. One of these entities is the television and our movies and things like that. It's it's sad to see so many parents that put their children in front of, uh, well, now they're flat screens and not necessarily glass, but the glass right. babysitter, you know, the TV. Um, here, sit here and watch this for the rest of the evening so I don't have to be bothered. And the problem is, is in the process, they're learning. Mm-hmm. Their ears and their eyes are being shown and, and, and uh, told certain things, and they are absorbing and absorbing and absorbing. Yeah. And Disney... Um, has snuck in things over many years. Oh, yeah. Have snuck in a lot of stuff, but it has been snuck in. And now they have, with vocal presence, have said, we're going to ramp this thing up. What what has been done in secret, we are now doing out on the front of the stage. Here you go, folks. Here it is. And so my question to you, George, to me, uh, I text my own family today and said, hey, we're going to have some serious conversation about all the subscriptions that we have, what mm-hmm. kind of passes, what kind of things we have, and we're going to make some changes um, because I can't support this. Yeah, And, you know, being raised by the TV doesn't always turn out so well. I uh, used to consider myself a Huxtable. <laughs> so that's uh, 30 years later. Not awesome. Not awesome. <laughs> Anywho, this is uh, Ask the Preacher, and I want to remind you guys, you can call in and have your questions answered. The phone number is 863-682-1430. You can also go to askthepreacher.com and uh, submit a question there or see the phone number. And you can also catch uh, other radio shows you know, from like last week or previous weeks. But um, yeah, the, I don't know. I think when we come back from the break, we should dig a little deeper into uh, how do we take responsibility in, in light of what's happening. Because, you know, mm-hmm. in Revelation 21, I was just doing a Bible study with a buddy today on this, um, there are eight things listed, eight types of people who will not enter the new heaven and the new earth. And the very first one is the cowardly. cowardly. And yep. uh, we cannot be cowards. So we're going to go to a break, but we want you to call in after this break and give us your questions and get some answers. 863-682-1430. Second half of Ask the Preacher kicking off. Ask the Preacher brought to you by Believers Fellowship Church. Let's get back to it with George and John. You mentioned your name first. That's because I'm pretty. Welcome <laughs> back, because, everybody. Because I see him first. That's, yeah. Showed up late. Now you don't get to be mentioned. Jeez. <laughs> Welcome back. The phone number is 863-682-1430. You can call in. You can ask a question about what we're talking about. You can ask a random question if you want. If you have a question about the Bible, we want to answer it. Or even if it's just a general question like, what did I have for breakfast? The answer, poor diet. That's what I had. A poor <laughs> diet for breakfast. Uh, okay, here's a question. And, and we hit this. Uh, we don't really have to hit it now, but we, we, we touched this uh, last week. Um, Supreme Court. Justice, you know, we we have a president who intentionally, uh, out of out of a uh, sexist, racist decision, uh, chose a woman, which 
I have no problem with a woman being a Supreme Court justice because there's some brilliant legal minds that are women. Okay, um, and and I have no problem with various races being a Supreme Court justice, black, white, Indian, whatever, because there's some brilliant minds out there. But this right. particular decision was not based out of brilliant mind. It was purely based out of sexual orientation and color. Right. Exactly uh, what Dr. King was fighting for. Oh, wait, no. It's fighting the opposite. against. Okay, oh, so then, right. then you have somebody who is picked for that reason and then asked the question that specifically applies to her because she's picked for the seat because she's a woman and – Please define a woman, and she can't. I just find that interesting. Very interesting. Okay, George. I find it stupid. Uh, oh, okay. That's, that's a gentle way to say it. So you you mentioned um, Revelation chapter 21, 21 and, uh, and, and verse 8 is really where you're going, in, uh, I believe. And so mm-hmm. um, before we get there, I wanted to read out of Psalm chapter 2. In Psalm chapter 2, uh, we, we mentioned briefly about this is the same game the devil has played. It's a long-term game for him. He continues to deceive mankind uh, with the same things because m- mankind doesn't hold on to truth. We, we give it up. We have it, mm-hmm. but we, we give it up. We don't, we don't hold on to it. So way back in Old Testament Bible days, in King David days, way back then in the book of Psalms chapter 2, uh, it, it, it says this, Why? Do the heathen rage and the people imagine vain things? The kings of the earth have set themselves and the rulers take counsel together against the Lord and against his anointed, saying, let us break their bands asunder and cast away their cords from us. I like this next verse. But he that sits in the heavens shall laugh and the Lord shall have them in derision. It goes on and it says some other things, but um, I, I just find that very interesting to note that the Lord is not deterred, um, but the plan of the enemy remains the same. The heathen rage against God. They, they, they hate God and they hate his standard, but his standard still remains the standard, and he's not thrown off course. So for us as Christians, we should not be thrown off course. In one sense, we should also sit in the heavenlies and laugh. But the Christian world has done too much for too, or has done too little for too long. Uh, we, we sit back and we say, this doesn't pertain to us. Let the world do what the world is going to do. And, and we, we stay out of the, of the fight, if you will. We stay out of the game, if you will, whatever. Um, and we continue to lose by doing so. Uh, we've got to change this in the Christian world. We have cowards in the Christian world. Um, to quote a friend of mine, we have pastors who are crickets in the pulpit about real-life situations and it's right here in the scriptures, it's right here in the Word of God as to what should be done, what should be advocated for, how we should stand, and yet we don't. Yeah, and, uh, you know, we, we were talking off air a little bit, you know, what is it that I personally do? How is it that I personally take a stand against this? And, you know, we, we had some off-the-air back and forth and conjecture and, and it led to places and and I think uh, the conclusion at the end of our conversation was uh, I personally much to my shame I have never prayed to the point of exhaustion I've never prayed to the point of sweating blood like the Messiah did mm-hmm. and um, you know a little bit early in the program we talked about hypocrisy and um, <sighs> 
I'll just say it plainly. If we are still supporting companies, uh, we, we you eat an elephant one bite at a time, right? right. So uh, lots of people want to jump to the conclusion of just eating the whole elephant in one bite and solving the problem using the most extreme uh, tools uh, available to them. But you don't even start simply. And yeah. the most simple way is starting in your own home. So if you have a company that is plainly telling you we want to work against the will of the people so that other people can groom your children into sexual behaviors. A company is plainly stating that. What are you doing giving your money to those people? Yeah. Are, are, I mean, they hate you. Are you insane? Well, Don't give your money to those people. <laughs> to, to stay in the, in the, in the uh, biblical context, you have a company like, it doesn't matter about the will of the people in one sense. It's against the will of God. Well, correct, correct. It, it's, it's righteousness, and it's... Uh, you know, I don't know. There, there's nothing more evil, in my opinion, than you know attacking it, a child. That's, that's pretty messed up. Uh, you know, I quote my dad a lot. He's been a major influence in my life. Um, I joke and say, the the older I get, the wiser my dad gets. Um, that's <laughs> like that. simply to say that I realize he was smarter than I thought he was. The, the younger I was, the well, whatever. I'll stop. You know what I mean. Um, and so he he would uh, if a if somebody if a parent brought a child to church and said my my child is sick you know would you pray for them or whatever you know uh, it would just infuriate him He'd, only the devil would make a child sick hmm. you know man it's it's so uh, obvious if you're gonna attack a child it's is most definitely the work of the devil. No question about it. Jesus said, if anyone causes one of these little ones, and speaking of children, in context, it was children that wanted to come and, 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 and see Jesus, wanted to come and have a, a, a moment with Jesus. And the disciples were, oh, these are just kids. Make them go away. Make them, they're nuisances. And Jesus said, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, rebuke them. Right. Don't prevent these children from coming unto me. Matter of fact... If any one of you cause one of these little ones, one of these children. So he wasn't talking about young Christians. He was literally talking yeah. about children. Yeah. You cause these children to stumble, to fall into sin. If you uh, want to give it a spiritual context, you, you cause one of these little ones to stumble. It would be better. The judgment against you would be so strong. It would be better for a millstone to be tied around your neck and for you to be thrown in the deepest ocean. That's how serious God takes it when you mess with impressionable, innocent children. It's a big deal in God's eyes. I'm telling you. So we have issues like abortion. We have issues like uh, uh, pedophilia. We have all of these things that are running rampant in our country, and mm -hmm. and the and the church is still just sits back and talks about how wonderful it is to be a Christian. It's about to make me mad. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's infuriating. But you know, again, it's kind of how do I? So you and I, we are mad about this. Somebody listening on the radio, what do I do? to make a tangible effort, something that's actually going to lead to an impact. And uh, we are going to give you actual steps you can take to make an impact, to make a difference. Um, I'm going to start with the first one. Cut off your subscriptions to these companies that hate you. Yep. Uh, 
I run a company. These I are say, practical. These are not yeah, necessarily no. spiritual. These are practical steps. Well, you know, which, here's, which relate to spiritual things, uh, but they're uh, practical. Well, I was talking to a buddy today, and I said, you know, there's this old Christian saying, "You're you're too heavenly minded to be any earthly good." <laughs> I, I hate that phrase yeah, because um, one, you should be spiritually minded, but but just as equally, you should be earthly minded as well because the the plan of redemption when the Messiah came and died on the cross, his whole purpose was to reunite us spiritually to God so that physically he could be yes. the King of Kings and Lord of Lords on this earth, on the earth, physically yeah. for all of eternity. It is equally important to be both spiritually and earthly minded. And so uh, after this break, we're going to talk about what you can tangibly do here on earth now as well as what you can do in the spirit realm to begin to make these differences. The so phone- during during the break, go uh, go cancel your Disney Plus subscription. I'm just saying that's a good idea. Phone number to call in is 863-682-1430. You can go to askthepreacher.com, submit a question, find some more show information. We will see you back in just a little bit. Fourth and final segment of Ask the Preacher, your weekly opportunity to have your Bible questions answered. It's brought to you by Believer's Fellowship Church. Here's John and George. Okay, so a little bit earlier we referenced Revelation 21.8. I just want to read it here. It says, But the fearful, the unbelieving, the abominable, the murderers, whoremongers, sorcerers, idolaters, and all liars will have their part in the lake of fire, which burns with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. And uh, the, the, the thing you underscored there, the thing you were pointing at, was the... Fearful or the cowardly, other translations yeah. say. Um, the unfortunate part about a lot of Christians is they're afraid to do something. They might know truth. They might know that they're supposed to do something. They might know that they're. Uh, that they might know uh, what is wrong, and that they might know what is right. But they're afraid to act on it, to stand up and say something. And so, uh, what we intend to do, we have about six minutes left in the program. We're, we're going to give you um, at, at least three here simple action steps as to what what you can do to make make a difference. These are outrageously simple. Um, in one sense, the second one. Is a little harder than it seems. Easier said than than done, but uh, mm. but uh, but very very important. Number one, George, you said it already. Uh, stop giving your money to people that hate you. Mm-hmm. Yep. I, I, that's that's specifically said that way. It's not just stop giving to your money to people that disagree with your thinking. No, no, no. There are people that actually hate you. That hate oh, yeah. your way of thinking. They want to take you out of the equation. They want to rid the earth of biblically thinking people. Want to rid the earth of right. conservative mindset. And stop giving your money to them. Yeah, uh, it's been said different ways. Vote with your wallet. Uh, well, I think Jesus probably said it the best way. And he was talking about some people say tithing, but I mean, I think it applies to our modern capitalist system where your treasure right. is, where your money is. That's where your heart's going to be. Uh, so stop investing in people who are actively trying to destroy your children. And yeah, it might be uncomfortable. I love my Disney Plus subscription. I love my whatever, Amazon Prime. I love my Hulu. I love my whatever the case might be. If these people are trying to destroy your children and righteous ways of living, don't give money to them. As much as you can, avoid it. Okay, so I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give um, a website here. They did not give me permission to say this, 
Uh, I am not getting paid to say this uh, whatsoever, but there is an organization out there. Uh, it's called Timothy Plan. The website is timothyplan.com. Timothyplan.com. They are a uh, Christian investing firm, and they have some tools that they will give you uh, where you can actually uh, research very quickly. They have an app. Research very quickly who a company is, what they stand for, and where the company puts their money so you can decide whether you want to put your money there or not. Timothyplan.com. Okay, so number one, stop giving your money to people that hate you, who literally want to destroy you. You are helping them to destroy you. Okay, number two. Number two, start praying. And this one sounds cliche, but but it's genuine. And I mean, look, I love Jesus, and I— say that he's the Lord of my life, and I I really do try to live as him being my king and my Messiah, but I've never prayed to the point of sweat and blood. And I've said it before on this radio program, I think the saddest thing in all the Bible is when Jesus is praying, and he turns to his best friends who are fast asleep, and he says, could you not even pray with me for an hour? For an hour? Dudes, I mean, come on. Yeah. And and that's just sad. how, How many of us are actively engaging, intentionally, purposely engaging in prayer, specifically on these topics. I've seen a, a, a Christian shirt out. It's from a church in Orlando. Um, and on the, the shirt, just simple black shirt, white text, it says, pray like your life depends on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, the reality is right now, our lives are depending on some certain things mm-hmm. to go certain directions. Uh, we need to pray like yeah. our life depends on it. Um, to pray to the—I I like how you say that. Pray to the point of exhaustion. Um, th- there's some some reasons why why prayer. Um, you know, I've made some statements to say there's no there's no power in prayer. There's power in the person you pray to, or there's a lack of power in the person you pray to. The mm-hmm. Prayer itself is not necessarily powerful, but when you come to God, when you come to to the Lord in the name of Jesus Christ. Stuff happens. Yeah. Now, there are there's stuff that happens in the spiritual realms that's apart from you. You had a part to play. You, you may have activated, if you will, some things. But then there's things that happen on the inside of you. Um, so in, in this process of prayer, this is why this step two is very important. You pray. <laughs> I'm going to do it in my words. Pray like your life depends on it. You say pray mm-hmm. to the point of exhaustion. Um, pray with intentionality. Serious prayer. This is not now I lay me down to sleep, or this is not thank you, Lord, for this food, and also uh, please change our nation. No, this is uh, gut-wrenching. God, this disturbs me. Why is this in my city? Why is abortion still in the city of Lakeland? Uh, Why are there 16 books in our school libraries that that have outrageous language and and, uh, descriptive actions of pedophilia, bestiality? rape, uh, uh, bondage, and all these things. Why is this here, God? And then when you're, see, when you're in that process, God will start working in you as well. And so number three, I'll say number three is, is you get off your knees and you get on your, your feet. Right on. You uh, And I don't want to call it activism in the sense of political activism, but you get active. So you, you've, you've gone to prayer, God, do something. And he says, I will, and I'm going to do certain things through that person, that person, that, but I'm going to do other things through you. And so we get up off of our knees, and we get on our feet, and we yep. do something, we say something, we get active. Yep. And you know, I think you said the verse earlier, uh, having done all to stand. Now, when I, when I hear that, I think I'm a sports guy, I like sports. I think of a 
a combat scene like in a movie where you know Rocky for example yeah, he just down, gets beat yeah. and beat and he is doing everything to stand and uh th- this word in, in Revelation 21 8 the cowardly the fearful the first thing that's mentioned a buddy of mine we were doing a bible study earlier and he points out that it's it's different because three verses earlier uh Jesus says to those who overcome Ah, if you, in, if you endure awesome. to the end, yeah. if you continue pushing through, yeah. and then he mentions the cowardly. These are the people who didn't continue. They gave up. They, gave up. they were not just the initial fear of, oh, how am I going to do this? They let that fear rule their lives. Mm. You know, perfect love, which is selflessness, casts out fear. So stop loving our lives, even unto the point of death. Let us, if we really are offended by this unrighteousness, if we really do want to see righteousness and children protected, be selfless. Get involved politically. Get involved financially. Start your own business. Start your own... political watch groups do these things that will promote righteousness yeah you have this phrase says fill the void fill the void yeah absolutely you, you, you find a need you find something lacking out there you say why is the the greatest entertainment company in the world so perverse well start another one yeah start another entertainment company that's that's not perverse you know disney started small but they're gonna fall big and you know what here's a shameless plug if you need help doing that go to polktechsolutions.com hey. we help companies grow yeah. we will help you It is what God has told us to do. So we'll see you next week on Ask the Preacher. In the meantime, you can go to askthepreacher.com, submit your questions, get some information. Yeah. And don't forget, uh, next Thursday. Next Thursday, uh, April the 7th at Believer's Fellowship, 530, Superintendent Frederick Hyde will be there to uh, speak on some issues and answer some questions. It'll be interesting. Hey, God bless you. We'll see you next time here on Ask the Preacher.